This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show Never Friends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. This is episode 281, Purple Rainmaker. And I mean, Jay, come on now. I, I, I saw him this weekend. If I don't right. like this. <laughs> Although, actually, it was Capitol Hills where he's from, right? Because he wrestled at MCW. That's why I was... I was confused. I guess there's no indie promotions in DC. I'm, I'm sure there's. Well, maybe not. I mean, he went to Mar- he went to Baltimore to wrestle. So yeah. Anyway, uh, so no Red Bulls giving the recap. Uh, we are going to talk United States. Uh, Want to mention real quick, New York City lost. Wait, no, they drew over the weekend, right? Or they lose? I forget. They, we, we talked about it on the Patreon show. Uh, they drew to, do you mean the DC game? Yeah, it was the 1-1 one, one draw to DC. That's what it yes, was. Yes, correct. So they, and we'll talk about it more later, but they did not help themselves out. Nope. So, and DC didn't help themselves out, so it's kind of a fun result. Yep. That, that was, like, perfect for us because as much as we had a root for DC against, I think it was Atlanta, like, now we got to not worry about anything. Yeah. All right. Uh, United States though had two games. Uh, first, they had a two nothing loss to Brazil because who saw that coming? Uh, <laughs> a one nothing win versus Mexico with two key notes for Red Bulls fans. First is Tyler Adams scored the only goal in the game. Sure uh, did. That was his, his first international goal too, right? Yes, it was. Uh, and second, Matt Miaska talking some shit about height. Wasn't even talking or just showing. That's true. That's true. He was showing. Yeah, he's just revealing how tall he was. <laughs> and, and by the way, I ha- I have a I have a recording of what Twitter was doing at the time that it happened. Pretty <laughs> 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 much. So, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch most of these games. Uh, one because honestly, I didn't care about Brazil. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the Mexico game. So, forgot. So you definitely were not on Twitter. Uh, no, I was on Twitter. That's how I found about the Miazga thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? I was working? I think I was working out and doing something else that day, so I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was taking care of myself instead of sitting on my couch watching United States men's team. Taking care of oneself, overrated. As I'm sitting here doing a podcast, drinking a beer. So <laughs> there you go. Hey, I did my my. Th- I'm on a uh, 30 day ab workout app, and I got three days done so far. So I call that a win. All right. So anybody have any thoughts about the United States stuff? 
Uh, I mean, hey, look, it was nice to see uh, Tyler get his opening, uh, open his to open his account uh, for the U.S. national team. Um, uh, I guess, if anything, if you're disappointed with the Brazil result, uh, and you know, if you read, uh, you know, if you read up on this game, you probably read this. But I mean, the last time the U.S. played Brazil was with Jurgen Klinsmann at the helm. It's with, it was with a full complement of veterans, and they lost four to one. Uh, they got blown out, and if and you know it was four nothing before they got their last desperation goal by Danny Williams. I mean, with a bunch of kids against again world class Brazilian players, and they lost two nothing. And if you watch the game, one of those uh, goals came on a penalty kick, which was is soft. It was absolutely soft. Probably not a penalty. Yeah. Uh, so you can certainly you could make the argument the U.S. lost one nothing. Um, Again, not run off the field, and again, with a lot, with our kids really on the field. Uh, and as for Mexico, I mean, you know, that, that, you know, it was not the most exciting game. Uh, Dave Sarishin played a starting lineup that featured four center mid, central midfielders across the, uh, second, you know, second line. Um, you know, so that, that certainly doesn't leave, uh, a lot of to be excited about, but Dave Sarishin certainly will not be the coach forever. Uh, hopefully, uh, sooner than later, he will be replaced. And you know, uh, but you know, you got the win. You, you got to see Tyler Adams score, and you got to see Matt Miazga do some dynamite shit talk. And uh, you know, overall, good uh, good couple of games. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do in October when hopefully they will have a head coach in place. The only positive about the Brazil game is that uh, Firmino scored. So for me, <laughs> big thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> as for the Miazga thing, if you thought that what he did was him being racist, you're a fucking idiot because that was going around Twitter. Is, People is that- saying he was being racist because he was calling a Mexican player short. Uh, good old outrage I, culture. I, I wish I was kidding. Yeah. Now, what? This is coming from the fan base who had Rafa Marquez as their fucking captain. The man who, like, you know, stepping on opponents, you know, shins when they were on the ground. Uh, that's still Champ Puto? Exactly oh, right. Gosh, yeah, exactly right. So, I don't want to hear it from you idiots who even think about that. It's the, it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's really dumb. These teams... I've earned the right to trash talk each other considering how much they dislike each other. Absolutely. And that and is just fun trash talk. That's all it is. And for whatever it's worth, Miazga didn't even start it. Right. Yeah. From what I saw, whatever his name was trying to trying to get in his face. So he's just like, okay, yeah, see how short you are? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just mind-numbing, mind-numbing that that was a thought going around. Uh, this this guy that, that was tweeting that I guess works for ESPN was saying stuff like that. What a what a fool! Uh, I mean, part of your pro- four parts of that problem are the letters and that he works for. So yeah, I mean, so stupid. But aside from that, I like the fact that it was Miazga, and Ooh. the goal was scored by our boy. So it was a good Red Bull night. Absolutely. So I'll take that. Again, I didn't really pay a lot of attention to the games. I both of them, I was just kind of like checking back and forth because. You guys know me. I'm not big in the friendlies. And I hate, I hate, hate, hate playing friendlies against Mexico. Yeah. And just the reason is like, I don't like people hyping these games up when they mean absolutely nothing. 
You know, I don't want to hear about the records. I, I don't care. And I like keeping our team a little, a little secret from Mexico, our biggest rival, when we have to play them in actual games that matter. Like the CONCACAF Nations League? Right. Like, keep it, keep it a secret just, just a little bit. That's all. I mean, obviously, players can watch film and all that nonsense. But especially with new players developing, why run our kids out there against these guys? I, I, I don't know. I, I know it's a cash grab. I know it's probably an easier team to book because they don't have to travel far, you know, to become players and vice versa. I, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't mind playing Brazil. That's a straight-up cash grab. There's no end ifs or buts about it. Whatever. Again, it was getting the kids out there to play. Uh, and, Pat, like you said, did not play terribly against them, did not get embarrassed on the field. I think you're right. I think that penalty was a very chintzy call. Um, so, I, I mean, they didn't really control a lot of play, but they had a little bit of chances here and there. That's yeah. a decent showing for, what, most of these kids are like 23 and under? I can't complain. Uh, I will say the only person I think in U.S. soccer who got embarrassed is whoever came up with ticket prices for that game. And the, what, 35,000 people that filled MetLife Stadium? Yep. Yep. Again. Once again. Yeah. Maybe don't charge 80 bucks a ticket for your cheapest ticket when your team didn't make the World Cup. Right. The first game after the World Cup. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Even if Brazil is your opponent. Yep. So I think the Mexico game was kind of a – what's the right way to phrase it? Um, victim of circumstances because the UEFA, their version of the nation – or sorry, their Nations League because I think CONCACAF just kind of copied it. Uh, the UEFA Nations League started this this uh, break. So I feel like almost all the UEFA teams were kind of blocked up. Uh, so, I, I mean, unless you get another South American team. Can we or, just play Canada again? I mean, I guess. But is Canada, Canada's not getting you money. That's the problem. Can I play against Canada at Red Bull Arena? Canada ain't getting you prepared for big squads either. Pat, Pat would have been there in a heartbeat. Canada, USA? At Red Bull Arena. Yeah, sure, if it wasn't 80 bucks. <laughs> so before we get to the international talk, I just because because it is going to be a thing that actually started for other teams this CONCACAF Nations League, which I honestly didn't realize was actually happening until I saw somebody on Twitter post it. I don't know I'm a fan of this. I mean, I understand the rationale. It helps everybody else in CONCACAF, but I feel like it hurts, like, the uh, U.S., Mexico. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, not that there's, like, Panama, like, those the stronger teams. It does not help the teams that have a chance at reaching the World Cup. It, it spreads the wealth. Uh, to all the other nations. I mean, it's one of those things that it's why Mexico, U.S., maybe even Costa Rica, whatever, uh, need to take a long, hard look at joining Commodore. Which, uh, as an aside, because it's also um, going on UEFA, I think, I feel like the this Nation League stuff that's going on, FIFA at some point has to adjust their rate ranking system because teams like Mexico and the U.S. will get punished for playing in CONCACAF in these forced matches where teams like England, Germany will get benefits of playing in the forced league because the coefficient of the uh, federation. Plays well, that, the, the, that's the whole reason. It's, it's protectionist. Uh, UEFA uh, has uh, gotten upset with uh, South American teams doing well. And they're claiming it's because South American teams are going to test their metal, these friendlies, 
against European squads. Uh, and, you know, and so that that's really what it is. They're just trying to protect themselves. Uh, I think it's crack shit. I think it's something that'll probably backfire in the long run. Um, you know, like if anything, it'll just benefit. It won't benefit us, but it will benefit South American teams. Um, that, that, that's really all it is. It's and I guess Asian teams to an extent too. I mean, what soccer powerhouses in Asia? I mean, sure, South Korea. I was going to say Australia, but I guess they're not. Oh no, yeah, they're in Australia. They're Asia's. Australia's part of the Europe. Yeah, but they. Or whatever they call it. I mean, I think what they made the round of sixteen once. You know, it's. I wouldn't say there's really a power in. No, there really isn't. Asia, just occasionally somebody who is competitive. So I am still wrapping my head about Pat saying that uh, the U.S. should join. Uh, this listen coming from the man who's like me doesn't like the idea of Rutgers being in the Big Ten. What five six uh, FIFA bids, and once you get to that, I mean, after your Argentinas and your Brazils, I mean, it's it's uh, U.S. isn't that far off from the rest. Um, I, mean, I mean, here's the difference, right? It's we're not relying on recruiting if we if we move Rutgers has to rely on recruiting. Yeah, that's another thing, you know. Maybe improve, like, uh, we improve recruiting that way. I mean, think about it, right? You, if you can tell a kid that's like 10, 11 years old, hey, you stick with us because we're moving the combo bowl, you get to start playing Argentina, Brazil, all these teams on a regular basis. Maybe that beca- that does become a selling point for the youth development. And the fact of the matter is you're not going to get better playing in a nation's league against Guatemala and the U.S. Virgin Islands, you know. <laughs> I don't know. They're a pretty hardcore team. You don't want, you don't want to play on shitty <laughs> cricket pitches and <laughs> dirt fields. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's like if it's one of those things. If you want to get better, you got to play. It's what we always say. Why we want players to go to Europe is uh, to get better. You have to play better, and um, if that's what's going to take, I mean, if the U.S. is going to be preparing for World Cups with again, you know, Barbados and uh, Montserrat, um, you know. It, we should never really expect them to take the next step. No, I think the U.S. just got so comfortable just feeling they're going to automatically qualify for every World Cup because it was just so easy to, and then they got a little bit of a wake-up call this year. Yeah. Yeah, just wait another 20 years. We'll, we'll have another American fiasco. <laughs> I just finished that show, so I had to kind of throw it in there. Yeah, good podcast. That's a great podcast. Yeah. So if you if you haven't listened to it, American fiasco, I think it's like 10 regular episodes of like a few Cool extras. It's like a half hour each. So yeah, it's, like it's, a hour real, it's a real easy listen. It's like five hours total. Yeah. Uh, it's Roger Bennett. He talks about the 94 World Cup and then the lead up to the 98 World Cup and the disaster that that was with uh, interviews with players and coaches and uh, officials around U.S. soccer, and it's really interesting. He talks about how a kid from Liverpool could fall so in love with U.S. soccer because they would let this optimism of U.S. soccer fans. <laughs> I was going to say, up that podcast is going to give us some money for pushing them, but you did, you blew that. Yeah, I blew it pretty bad. You're trying to do a poor Roger Bannon impression. Yeah. <laughs> He's a sense of humor. I hope I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, all the times Roger Bannon and... Uh, this is the show. Big fans of Red Bull Rant, those two. All right. Uh, let's move on. So before we get to the predictions... Uh, not that anything happened, but I want to reset us because 
First of all, I feel like the Red Bulls haven't played in like fucking four months. No, they yeah. really haven't. It's it's, 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 it's killing me. It's killing me. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, but before we actually talk about them, so first off, uh, just to reset the standings, they are first in the East and the Shield races, uh, one point ahead of Atlanta, who has a game in hand on the Red Bulls, and six points ahead of NYCFC, and the Red Bulls have a game in hand on them. Because why can't we have even schedules in September? <laughs> right. Um, from our prediction contest right now, Truman is in first with 25 points. I am in second with 18 and Pat is in third with 17. So we have room, room to make up, but not technically impossible. And I will take that right now, I guess. Uh, all right. So the Red Bulls are traveling to DC United for their second stadium at, at the shitty Audi field. Uh, that game is 1 p.m. Eastern time uh, on ESPN. DC has a record of 9, 11, and 7. However, they have an 8-2-1 home record uh, with the Red Bulls, I think, being their only loss at Audi Field so far, if I'm not mistaken. Um, third, that's good for 34 points, 7th in the East, so right outside the playoffs right now. Uh, and their last five, two losses, which... One of those was the Red Bulls winning at DC. Uh, a win, a draw, and a win. So, Truman, since you're first, you get to go first in the for the predictions. Uh, DC on the road for the last time this year. What do you think is going to happen with the Red Bulls? I, I think there's one big, big, big question going into this game. Pat, what's what's the one big question about this game? Uh, is there going to be a hurricane? No. No. Jay, had, what's the big question? I had heard there's a chance. I'm guessing something about Wayne Rooney. No. No. Does Tyler start this game? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah? Absolutely. 100%? 100%? He better. I'm very curious. I'm very curious after playing it because he played in both of the, um, uh, friendlies, correct? Yeah, he got he got Montreal off, he's and, he's tra- and he's only traveling from Nashville. And I'm pretty sure he's like he's like 10 years old. And those kids have <laughs> yeah energy for days. It's it's but it's it's my only question. I just I'm just very curious as to if he starts this game. And I mean, I hope he does. Well, I mean, hey, we can't say that about Kamar Lawrence. He started uh, Jamaica's game on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Well, still, I don't know. It's the one thing because that kid's been playing a lot. Uh, aside from that, uh, DC did just play, so I, I like that. Uh, but I'm going to go with a one-one draw. It, that's going to make everybody lose their minds because they're not going to win this game. I don't know. It's just uh, DC's not playing terribly. Can you really beat a team three times in a row? Uh, I definitely think they can get a point out of it for sure. Uh, do their little scoring was continue? Mm, I'm thinking yes for now. Uh, but I think a point won't be a terrible result. Definitely not the one they want. But, I mean, on the road, again, I'm going to take a road point. Uh, I do think we could beat D.C. three times this year. And more importantly, somebody on the team scored their 100th MLS goal in Audi Field. True. And we're going back there. <laughs> and he hasn't played in two weeks. So, you know, he's probably willing to, or he's probably rearing to go at this point. Uh, I am going with a nut, one nothing victory 
And I'm saying one nothing because the Red Bulls apparently can't win a game by two. But we're going to win. Would that be their third straight one nothing win? <laughs> if we're talking just wins. Uh, just wins? No. There was a 2-1 one I think. No. Well, there was a the one o DC one o Houston, right? Those are both one nil wins, and this would be three in a row. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, this. Would I'm be- talking if they win one nothing, like you said, it would be their third victory in a row that the score was one nothing. Correct, and coincidentally, two of them would have been over DC. Yes. Actually, uh, actually, they, it'd be their fourth. This would be their what? Fourth? Because they beat Chicago one nothing. Oh, okay. Okay, there you go. One wow. nothing. Uh you know, I, I think uh yeah, I, I'm not in the boat of the Rebels are gonna beat uh, DC three times in the year. Uh, I think it's nice that they were able to do it twice, uh, one time on the road. I actually do think they're gonna lose. I think it's gonna be one nothing loss. Uh, you know, as Truman said, DC is playing rather well lately, especially since they've had these string of home games. Uh, and I, we haven't, you know, we haven't been playing great. And, and it's, I mean, you can, you guess you got to hope that this team, after getting uh, schlacked up in uh, Montreal, has been sitting and stewing and eager to get back on the field. Or they could be sitting and obsessing over that loss for two weeks. So um, I'm hoping it's not the latter, but I, I can see a stumble here. I could see a late season swoon, which would be very upsetting. Um, I just kind of feel like their lack of urgency is going to catch up with them uh, on this away match. Well, according to Instagram, what I've seen is that some of those players have been enjoying, like, Sandy Beaches, uh, the U.S. Open. That That's what I've been saying. So they've been clearly uh, have been having a good time on this little break. So this well, week, I hope they, they serious stuff. They should have been like walking around in burlap sacks and hitting right. themselves. Like, they should be stewing like us fans. Running up the steps of the Coliseum 14 <laughs> times. Yeah. So, but I mean, here, this starts the big test, right? This starts the test is were they tired for five games in two weeks or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. You're going to see what the team's made out of. Yeah, they had this long break, old legs, getting rest. Week-long breaks between games. This is it. This is the time to go and prove who you are. Yep, no more midweek games. I think there's an international break in October. So they'll have – like you said, this is really going to be the, pra- the place where they're going to win or lose the Shield, honestly. Right, yeah, clearly. And, and, well, yeah, and of course, clearly. <laughs> yeah. With a game against Atlanta that's going to be waiting in the wings. But more importantly, this is the time where they, they solidify top-two spot. Yep. Shield, yeah. Shield. Honestly, if they lose the Shield, I'm not going to be that upset because Atlanta is a good team. Mm-hmm. I would be more upset about, given the fact that they're six points up on NYC, losing that on second place. I, I, I don't, I don't want to make predictions here, but I, I have a good feeling that they're still going to finish in second because of the way NYCFC is playing, which is not well. Yeah. And let's face it, the Red Bulls have been playing well. They have been getting results except for the Montreal game. They haven't been the greatest of results, but they're winning games. They're getting points. Uh, it took it took a, what, 88th-minute goal from David Vietas to get a point against D.C. at home. Uh, leading up to that was that loss in, uh, against New England at home. I think they're just kind of just, I don't know, they're, they're falling apart a little bit. Well, when you rely on David Vietas for the most part, it's kind of, 
And this might be the last year they're uh, relying on him. So, well, right now he's not extended, right? So, yeah, yeah. yep. All right, uh, New York Red Bulls two. Uh, when I wrote up the agenda, they were tied at halftime two two against TFC two, uh, and according to Google, it is three three in the eighty second minute. Whoa, exciting! Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, so whatever this happens today. Next match is September 22nd, so next next week, Saturday, against the Charlotte Independents. Uh, the big news, though, Sky Blue FC Woo! did not Woo! have a win this season. Yeah. Good on them. They pulled out a one nothing win against uh, the Orlando Pride at home in the season finale. Carly Lloyd scored the game winner on her bobblehead day, and according to the highlights I watched today, she did the same exact thing in 2016 when Houston Dash had a bobblehead day for her. <laughs> so I think the key takeaway yes. here is <laughs> Carly Lloyd needs more bobblehead days. Every oh, home yeah. game. They just no, got to go every home game. They just, they just, you know, Sky Blue or whoever, wherever she is next year, just needs to, whenever on the road, set up a like a pop-up tent for – Carly Lloyd bobblehead day. Yeah, take it on the road if you have to. Uh, yeah, and again, serious. What what an awesome way to end the season for them. I mean, the, those girls certainly deserve it. Uh, the Riveters came out. The hockey team came out and and hung out with Cloud Nine and watched the game with them, which is pretty cool. And I think they brought the. Uh, I don't know the name of the trophy that you win in that league, but they brought the trophy with them. Uh, so that was cool. So they definitely had like. They had good mojo going into that game. Yeah, uh, it was good to uh, you know. I'm happy for the fans that have been so loyal to this team um, that they at least got to see one win uh, on the season, avoid a winless season. Uh, and I, uh, I guess I don't know what the right correct term would be. Uh, I, I guess I cheer them on on the protests that I see uh, being announced on Twitter uh, by many. The, of them. You support the players, not the front office. Yeah. That's, but I think it's a good way of saying it. Many, many seem to be ready to cancel their tickets. And hey, look, rightfully so. The, the front office has done an awful, a well documented, awful job this season. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, time for dumping ground. I have one thing. Uh, just because I think it was interesting. So at RB Leipzig, uh, Ralph Ragnick apparently, because uh, I saw this today on Reddit. Apparently, if he wants to punish a player, you know, for like being like to practice or missing a meeting or something like that, he doesn't find them. He has a punishment wheel that he spins. <laughs> and there's different things like wear a tutu during, well, I think it's called princess, but like it's wear a tutu during practice, uh, work in a team shop, work uh, with the kit man, stuff like that. The idea being, of course, you're, you're not taking money away, you're taking free time, which apparently is more to players, it's more impactful to take that away than it is to take money away. And honestly, from the sounds of it, it, it I think that it, it is would build a better organization to have the players interact with everybody else. So I think it kind of serves a dual purpose. Hmm. Wheel of Doom. Wheel of Doom. doom. <laughs> it sounds like a very German thing. Right. Severe punishments. It's the Wheel of Doom, but it's all painted like Princessy, because why not? <laughs> if you're late to practice by 20 minutes, we will string you up 
from the rafters by your thumbs for an hour. Oh, now you must drink Rockstar Energy Drink for a whole week. <laughs> you can't drink Red Bull. <laughs> That's the punishment. You can't drink Red Bull. Right. No product for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I, I got nothing else for the dumping ground. I, I don't. Yeah. Again, what what really happened? Not much. Yeah. No. Not, not much going on. Nope. Not well, much that, at only, all. that only leaves Truman's terrible team of the week. And I have one. And Ooh. Derek Etienne was directly involved. Uh, Haiti. Because Haiti beat a place I don't think really exists. St. Martin. Must be a pirate island. <laughs> uh, beat them 13 to 0. Damn. So. <laughs> that that's a whole lot of goal scoring. Please tell me Derek Etienne got on the score sheet. He did indeed. Okay, <laughs> he did indeed. He came on. He came on as a sub, I believe, and then scored like almost immediately or something. So yeah, because yeah. I would have been like, oh man, Derek still can't get on the score sheet. Nope, he did. All right, and the highlights up online somewhere. I know I saw the goal somewhere, so you can go find it. it sound like Angel Fire. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. I think that's where it is. Streaming live on GeoCities. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Fake fake place, you stink. So that's it. Nothing else? That's it. I got nothing. Alright, let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash rant. One dollar a month is all it needs to uh, listen to exclusive content early, including our monthly wrap-ups. Uh, the one this month did not have a guest, but we did uh, like basically the whole second half of the show bullshitting, because why not? Uh, bullshitting about sports. It's sports yeah, bullshit. It's sports, sports bullshit. Uh, you can email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash rant On Twitter, at Rant for the show. At Dr. Stooch myself. At PMAC, DA2 for Pat. At The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, almost anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Oh, my God. I, again, I felt like I haven't said this in uh, three months. Oh, Red Bulls. Win and beat the scum. Yeah, prove me wrong and win. All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 281 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Goodbye. Lights.